17 women dead. A real life version of the most dangerous game. And a killer named Robert Hansen. I'm he- I'm Helen. I'm Taylor. And I'm Haley. Welcome, Welcome to, to Coffee, Coffee on, on Death, Death Row. Row. A short study of serial killers, with today's subject being the Butcher Baker from Alaska. As mentioned in the title, is the short story The Most Dangerous Game. The short story The Most Dangerous Game. I'm not going to give a whole entire summary of it. This was an English class. But in the story, an old hunter is too experienced to hunt big game animals anymore. He thinks it's boring. So he kidnaps people on a little island and he hunts them down slowly with a gun. And he kills people. Yeah, that's his thing. And so I thought it was really interesting how this guy pretty much repeated the exact same concept just with women instead of, like, sailors and Navy officers like the guy does in the story. Mm-hmm. I find it really interesting how many serial killers, like, kill prostitutes and stuff because they're such an easy target. It, they are, yeah. yeah. But it's, like... And you can't really go to the places like, hey, I was on the street prostituting yeah. and this guy kidnapped me because, yeah. like, oh, well, that's illegal brings up the interesting topic that in other countries it is illegal to sell sex but illegal to purchase it so if a prostitute is hurt in some way they can go to the police or they could go to the hospital and they won't be charged hmm. yeah that's a pretty good system they have worked out yeah it's a pretty good way to keep them safe and whatnot i think but it's also weird how a lot of serial killers seem to go for like mostly women yeah definitely a lot of a lot of, like, daddy issues, a lot of rejection in school and stuff. That thing adds up after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Usually they go after victims that reflect something from their past, like how John Wayne Gacy in our last episode. He was molested as a kid, and now he pretty much molests kids. And this guy was rejected by women a lot. There might be something in the story that we didn't get to hear. Like, it's just not very popular and never told anybody. Maybe he was so desperate that he went to a prostitute or something along those lines. Who knows? I mean, yes, people go, it's weird. It's weird how people can do that. And it's honestly, like, a lot of serial killers, like like you said, have a really bad past. Like, they've yeah. been bullied or they've been abused or You something. don't just wake up and it's like, I think I'm going to blow up a school. Yeah. So, it's just, it's like a lesson. Just don't be that way to people. There's no, yeah. there's absolutely no reason. What you put and, into the world is what you're going to get out. Yeah, exactly. So, like... Even just saying a mean comment to someone, you could be the cause of, like, future downfalls. <laughs> oh, like, man. Just think about that. Like, anything just bad m- you could say or, like, do, like, you could be oh. the cause of that. That makes me anxious now. Yeah. Like, I don't blame people. I'm not a mean person. But it still makes me anxious yeah. to think about. It's like, you tell someone you think their shirt's ugly, and then 30 years later, you're reading the paper, and you see someone in a familiarly ugly shirt that, like, murdered 55 people on a plane. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, like, I'm not saying, uh, like, everyone is yeah, not for that. Because, I mean, it's also the person who's done it. Yeah. Like, that like, is, it's like also their fault. There something already kind of wrong with you, yeah. and yeah. that pushes you over the edge. Yeah, exactly. You got two options. You got therapy, medication, or murder. And there's, like, a specific one that you should always choose. There's no, it's kind of a black and white situation. Yeah. 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 Robert Hansen was born on February 15th, 1939 in Iowa. His father was a Danish Danish immigrant who owned his own bakery, which would later inspire Robert's own career. He owns a bakery. His father, though, was really controlling and 
pretty arrogant, like he was never wrong and whatnot. This screw and this caused Robert to grow to resent him. Through middle school to high school, uh, Robert was a pretty shy kid. He was very thin. He had awful, god-awful acne that really <laughs> scarred up his face. And apparently he had a very bad stutter that made it extremely hard for him to talk. This made him have a hard time with the ladies, which caused a hatred to go against, grow against women and rejection in general. He became a loner who spent most of his time in the woods and slowly taught himself how to hunt until he was a master of the craft. In 1957, Robert joined the U.S. Army Reserve, thinking it'd turn him into a man, and it kind of did. He served for a year in the reserve, never going into combat, before becoming an assistant drill sergeant for a public for a police academy back in Iowa. That's kind of neat, I suppose. Definitely. Yeah. I could see why that would probably like give him an aptitude for killing. Yeah, or like, like if you're already kind of messed up, and then you join the army, and then you join the police force. Yeah, I definitely think he joined the army with the thought is like I'm gonna get to be able to shoot some people. Yeah, probably also has like PTSD or something. Well, he never know? went to combat. He only just kind of went around the training site. So I don't mm. think it was that bad. So he was a loser in the army too. Oh rip. So after moving back, he met a younger woman who he married in 1960, not long after meeting her, which we did a lot of research and we actually couldn't find out who she was, which I don't blame her. I wouldn't want to be known in the media as Robert Hansen's first wife, you know? Later that same year, Robert was caught setting fire to a school bus garage and was given three years in prison, but only served to 20 months. During this time, his wife understandably divorced him. In the mid-1960s, though, he remarried. That's just like three years later. And even later, in 1967, he moved to Anchorage, Alaska with her. There, he managed to have two kids, open a bakery, buy a personal plane, beat a few local hunting records, and own a huge span of land. Things were looking up for our stuttering outcast. In 1972, Hansen was arrested two more times. He was charged with the abduction and potential rape of a housewife and a prostitute. Uh, Hansen was really well-liked in his community, which made his actions hard to believe. A very common thing with serial killers, as you might already be picking up, they're usually very well-liked. They're seen as charming people, which is, again, very unsettling. Think of the most charming person you know and, and consider what they do over the weekends. Hansen's earliest victims were between 16 and 19, and not the sex workers that he was known for killing, and that later led to his discovery. Twenty years later, a 17-year-old girl was found running down 6th Avenue, barefoot and in handcuffs. She recalled being raped, tortured, and chained up by a man who then tried to load her into a plane to fly him out to his cabin. She escaped as the plane prepared to take off. Her name was Cindy Paulson. The most enraging part about this case is the fact the police didn't believe her. Uh, Hanson was able to convince them that she was just a lying prostitute trying to get money, which I'm, that just is really upsetting to me. The woman was in handcuffs and barefoot. If they just did a medical check on her, they would have seen proof of the rape and stuff. But a good thing did come from it. The police found it really sketchy the way she described the cabin. So over the next few months, Alaskan state troopers went out to search for it. They found several women's bodies in the valley. Hansen wasn't immediately arrested, even though Cindy testified. As said before, he claimed she was a lying prostitute trying to extort money from him. Hansen's friend John Henning also provided him with an alibi that cleared him of suspicion. 
The first body was found by construction workers near the road. The body was never identified. A profile was formed of what the serial killer might be like. The killer would be an experienced hunter with low self-esteem, have a history of being rejected by women, and would feel compelled to keep some souvenirs of his killings, such as women's jewelry. They were almost comically spot on with the profile to Robert Hansen, which eventually led the police to go and search his house. Yeah, the kidnappings were usually of prostitutes and strippers. Hansen would take the women to a remote patch of land and set them free, only to hunt them down like animals. He used a hunting knife and a Ruger Mini 14 semi-automatic rifle. After hunting them down and killing them, which could take hours, he'd, he'd mark an X on a map of the ground, along with a collection of firearms designating the kill and burial sites. Police found 17 Xs in all. This led to Hansen being confronted with the evidence by the cops. He denied being a murderer for as long as possible, but then began to go on rants about blaming the women for, you know, just being born as women and how it was justified to kill and rape them. We all hate those people. Slowly, as the evidence was put in front of him again, he began to confess to what was going on and decide to take part in a plea bargain. Hansen agreed to help uncover the bodies buried in the wilderness of his cabin, but then later decided that he wouldn't help, which goes right against the plea bargain, because he's a jerk, and no one likes this guy anymore. He's not even a fun serial killer. He just sucks as a person. Only 12 of the 17 bodies have been discovered due to this, so there's still quite a few out there, and possibly more, that he just didn't mark with an X. decade between 1973 and 1983, Hansen killed 17 women and raped another 30 who survived. Hansen was only charged with the murder of four women, though, and the kidnapping and torture of Sydney, who was the handcuffed woman from before. He was sent to life in Seaward, Alaska, exactly 471 years, and died there in prison in 2014 at the age of 75. Good freaking riddance. Mm -hmm.